right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to episode five of the Reactor Core. Uh, it's a special show that we do here at the Whatnots whenever we can, uh, where we get to sit down and talk about some of the biggest blockbuster movies that happened or Netflix shows or stuff like that. Whatever we want to talk about, uh, we get to uh, go watch it or ex experience it and then come back here and discuss. My name is Kyle Springer, and along with me for the ride, I have Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I am good, Kyle. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Yes, it is a good good, good start to my week. Uh, awesome. Yesterday was kind of boring. Uh, for the, well, you and I got to record in the mm -hmm. morning for the, the review show, uh, which was like the main of... E e e event for my day uh, but then after that I stayed home and I didn't really do anything <laughs> um, so I was a lazy bum the rest of the day and then work was super easy today so it was good good day oh yeah I'm on the opposite end of the balance beam I then recorded like a, another podcast like a big RPG session yesterday after I was mm -hmm. done recording with you and then today I worked for 10 hours again. Whoops. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, a lot of iced coffee, a lot of other podcasts. <laughs> yes. I will. Yeah. This might sound narcissistic, but sometimes I will put on our podcasts because they're like, I don't know. It's weirdly comforting to remember back to and like have it played oh, for me yes, a fun conversation I fun I had with a fun friend, and like I don't have to pay attention to it because I just did it like two weeks ago. <laughs> so it's like the perfect form of comforting background noise when you're just stressed and you just have to get stuff done. Try listening to your <laughs> own podcast. So, fun fact. Well, here before we get into that. Uh, to keep people's interest, we will be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, uh, oh yes, that's right. <laughs> Marvel's latest uh, movie that just came out. Uh, we are recording this Monday night on opening, or I guess just after opening mm -hmm. weekend. Uh, hoping to get this up uh, first thing in the morning uh, is, is when this will go up. Um, but fun fact, Paul who is the co-creator of the Whatnots and former co-host. He stepped down a few months ago. Um, actually, he never listened back to a single episode <laughs> no. of what we did. Um, and, like, I mean, I, I guess you don't have to, right? Like, it, it's mm -hmm. it, podcasting is a weird thing. You do it and put it out there for other pe people. Yeah. But like you said, you're like, this feels kind of narcissistic, <laughs> but I've listened to our own podcast and stuff like that. Yeah, it's um, comforting. It, I mean, sure, but a lot of people don't like to hear their own voice recorded. I've, I've recorded my voice so much that it, I don't care. It's weird because <laughs> people do that thing. They're like, oh, my God, is that my is that what I sound like? I sound so stupid, you know. Um, but like I, I again, I've recorded myself so yeah. much that I like both of those those like what I sound like in my head versus what like what I sound like in my headphones has mm -hmm. now become the same thing. 
Good. So, yeah, I, I, I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a weird skill or quirk that you pick up after you podcast yeah. for long enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. Paul Kang never listened to an episode <laughs> of The Whatnots Back. I was like, I was like, yeah, man. Uh, like, go listen to our stuff and see what you can do to get better, and you know, mm-hmm. see if you're. Because from time to time, I'd be like, okay, so I'm noticing we're doing this, or we're mm-hmm. just talking in circles, or we're saying the same thing over and over and over again. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, there you go. You put your your own podcast on in the background i like it i approve all right ant-man and the wasp let's dive in let's get started uh this is going to be a spoiler cast so if you have not seen the movie yet please go watch the movie and then come back because we don't want to spoil it for you unless you really don't care about spoilers uh, we're we're gonna be getting into our reactions and stuff, so go watch it. Come back here, and we will dive in. Uh, I think we're actually gonna do a little bit, bit of general impressions first. Yeah. C- kind of what your experience was like, uh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Melissa, where were you on the night of the murder? <laughs> she. I um, was at yeah. the Galaxy Theater again. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy Theater again. So you you mentioned this. Uh, what, what was the one that w- w- was it on the last one we did episode four? What did we do for episode four? Uh, I, I don't know. The last one I did was Infinity War. Okay. Last reactor cord you did was Infinity War. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keeping in step with the Marvel movies then. Mm hmm. There you go. So did did you go see this opening night? Yes, yes. My friend and I went opening night. We've got our little tradition now. She there picks me up from work on Friday. We go out to dinner, and then we go to the Galaxy Theater, which is not close to either our homes or my workplace, but it's got Galaxy in the name, so we went there to see Guardians of the Galaxy, and now we're just stuck. <laughs> After, like, four years, we have to go to this theater to see the Marvel movies. And then a new step in your in your <laughs> tradition. We have a g- galaxy diner here in Richmond, <gasps> so you guys have to go <gasps> see the movie and then fly to Richmond and eat at the <laughs> galaxy diner and then fly back all in a single night. <laughs> nope, I'm making an entire weekend of it, Kyle. You're not getting rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you went back to. Uh, to the galaxy diner with your tradition of going to mm-hmm. see all of the stuff there what was that like it was fun we were in the mega screen or the mega ultra screen, screen. screen it's screen, one of those two yeah like when those giant theaters like the heated <laughs> recliners and everything oh man it it was good that's it's honestly the perfect way to see a movie. It does exactly what it's designed to do, and I always have a great time. And this was a really, really fun movie to see up there. That's cool. Good. My 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 my, my seats were not heated, uh, but they did mm-hmm. have busted springs in the cushions. Oh! Uh, so that that oh, is brutal. a 
that is a fantastic feature if you like things uh, poking you. Um, <laughs> no, it's 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 not that bad. But yeah, for for a fairly big like the for the capital of Virginia, uh, are like one of the theaters here by the campus um, is not very good. Mm. I mean, it's not terrible but you know they they haven't done the the like recliner seats or like reserved seating oh. it's still the wild west oh no <laughs> um but no i i i went on saturday early afternoon uh i mm-hmm. I, I told myself i was gonna go saturday morning um, but I am not a morning person, so <laughs> Saturday morning was like two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I used Movie Pass again. Movie Pass has been working out. Uh, thank- thankfully, I had a big debacle with them mm-hmm. trying to get my c- c- card at the start. Finally, g- g- got it. Uh, unfortunately, they're starting to introduce surge pricing oh, which i I've haven't experienced yet but i think that is stupid hmm. um and yeah so thankfully i didn't have to do that so i just swiped my thing and went on in um but it kind of is going to deter me from seeing things opening night mm-hmm. uh which movie pass kind of already does because you have to be at the theater to like check in and buy that stuff and if it's opening night for like a big marvel movie yeah. that's not gonna happen at all um mm-hmm. there's only certain theaters on there that you can like use your phone and like check in uh while you're still at home and stuff you know um or or do like the the e-ticketing but uh, yeah, it was sa- sa- Saturday afternoon. I was in fairly small theater. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't super packed, but it was p- pretty full. A uh, good mix of of people there, and I had a lot of fun. Awesome. It was good. I I I went by myself. Uh, I I tend to go see things by myself. Uh, <laughs> I I I just I I don't. I'm I'm not a. I mean, I I would go with friends, but I've had too many of those things get to be like, oh, next time we should invite this person, and it gets to be like instead of like the the like three or four of you that actually like it, there's mm-hmm. like fifty of of of, <sighs> of you, and it's just like this is the worst. We can't do mm-hmm. anything. We can't plan ahead. Some guys mm-hmm. in a different theater for God knows why. Like you know <laughs> what I mean? It's terribly. So I just like I'm just gonna go by myself. I'm going to worry about me, and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. What did you think? You you said you liked it. It was really fun, which was what I had heard, and what is what I expected after Ant-Man 1, Ant-Man the first. Yeah. yeah. Ant- Just... Ant-Man 1 was, like, surprise hit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think... It was one of the ones who were like, is Marvel going to flop on Ant-Man? Because it's been in development for like 10 or 15 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on. They've changed directors. They've done X, Y, and Z. You know, all sorts of stuff. Um, 
and it ended up being very good. I think, like, surprisingly good. Like, no one expected it to be as good as it was. Um, And so they kind of had to knock it out out Mm -hmm. of the park with this one. Mm Mm-hmm. So, good stuff. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let's dive in, then. Mm Mm-hmm. This one... um, it picks up so this in the timeline this takes place k- kind of before and during and after infinity war uh-huh um which i had seen people online being like that post credit scene oh my gosh <gasps> like blah 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 and so i i knew i was like something Infinity War related is coming. I I know mm-hmm. it is, and so oh. as the movie went on, I I just I like I got more and more anxious. I was like, oh no, who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? When is it gonna happen? Oh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that it, it like it had this like escalating like I'm having so much fun watching this because it it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I I I think this in my opinion, is the funniest Marvel movie. Now, a lot of pe- people are gasping and screaming at me right now, being <laughs> like, Kyle, fuck you, Thor Ragnarok was the funniest <laughs> shit that has ever been. And I'm, and I'm a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's my personal favorite. And and, and that one is up there. I, I, I would say maybe Guardians 1 is a little better funny comedy-wise, in my opinion. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, I yeah, like, I, I feel I, like... I, I think Thor Ragnarok, to me, had a lot of great jokes, but they mm-hmm. tried to mix in these really... Uh, like poignant character moments mm-hmm. and they would like those were cut off way too short by the amount of jokes that they mm-hmm. had in Th- in Thor Ragnarok and this like like we knew this was going to be a comedy from square one like I, I didn't yeah. expect Thor Ragnarok to be that funny mm-hmm. um, but this like I knew it was going to be a comedy I felt like it was p- paced very well uh, yeah. especially just like of the comedic timing and the j- jokes and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, where does that fall in like Marvel comedy movies for you? This was a good one. I think this was really inventive. Mm-hmm. I really liked. Um, like, did you go see Deadpool two earlier I this haven't. year? Actually, oh, actually, I um, haven't seen the first one, which is why. Oh, so, wow. Shame on me, right? Oh, I'm surprised. <laughs> I know, I know. I figure you're in for any comic book movies. You're in for all comic book movies. I, I, I usually am. And mm-hmm. I didn't go see Deadpool because I think something else came out right around that time when the first one came out. Mm-hmm. And I went to go see that instead. And so I didn't okay. have money to go see Deadpool, <laughs> the first one. And I also don't really like Deadpool as a character. Like, I don't read his comics. I've n- never yeah. been a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just like, well, I guess I'm not missing too much. 
and then the second one was coming up, and I was hoping to have movie pass by then, but that didn't mm-hmm. happen. So, oh, haven't seen but... one yet. <laughs> The reason why I bring it up is that in Deadpool 2, I I don't know if I'd really call this a spoiler, he gets, like, his legs blown off, but he's Deadpool, he can regenerate, but he is slowly growing new legs, so it's an adult torso on top of baby (laughs) legs, tottering around. And I feel like this movie's version of, like, short Ant-Man, like, leprechaun-sized Ant-Man is, like, the better execution of Big Hero is made small and goofy. Like, it felt a little, a little bit subtler. They didn't lean on it quite as hard. It, it was more situationally yeah, funny yeah. than, like, oh, he just chopped off his legs, and so they're slowly... <laughs> growing back and it's kind of gross but kind of funny yeah like this wasn't gross this was just silly and like he's got the aspect where like he's growing and shrinking because like the you know the controls are broken and then he's like he's running around he's in a school he's close to child size but not quite and i liked that a lot how he doesn't really pass for a child and he's wearing that jacket that's like too big for him and he's flapping his arms around (laughs) It just looks so stupid. This was superior. <laughs> like, the the thing is, you know that all of that was, like, mixed in with, like, green screen and post-production, and they, they filmed mm-hmm. him actually d- doing that, but then had to, like, d- digitally scale him down, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. All, all of that stuff. And just imagine how big that hoodie was in real life. Yeah, oh my god, Yes! <laughs> It'd be huge. That's like a that's Thanos's hoodie. That's the Hulk's. Like, give that to the Hulk, and he wouldn't rip his shirt every every time. <laughs> I didn't think about it like an actual physical thing. Somebody had to sew for Paul Rudd to wear. Yeah, yeah. This was fantastic. It was hilarious. So talk to me. What what uh what is what is going on in what or what was going on in your mind as as you watched this film? Okay. So first of all, I think it's crazy that between this and American Gods, we watched two things this week that involved the Partridge Family song, Come On Get Happy. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's an incredible coincidence. And I was watching that episode of American Gods with the friend I had gone to see Ant-Man with, and we, like, <laughs> both turn and look at each other. Like, it, it's, it's like... fate. <laughs> but that's particularly funny. about the, um, the scene in Ant-Man where they play Come On, Get Happy, it's him stuck in house arrest. And he's like, yeah. I can keep myself entertained. And they're playing this peppy inspirational 70s song while a guy stuck in isolation just does mundane things to entertain himself while he's stuck there and it reminded me so much of Desmond in the Hatch yeah (laughs) and I just wanted to know if you got that too I so I I didn't think of that but yes now that you (gasps) mentioned yeah that 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 scene when um is it 
Desmond or who's the woman that's down there when the oh, they're Juliet? doing the yeah Juliet when they're downtown yes yes yeah Evangeline Lily didn't even have to be in this scene for me to get real big lost vibes off of it uh, yeah I, I, I love Evangeline Lily you know she almost yeah. retired from acting after Lost mm-hmm. yeah um, which I, I guess is one of the things that was going around on c- comic book news sites within the past couple mm-hmm. weeks of like Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming out now. Did you know that Evangeline Lilly almost quit acting after Lost? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Clickbait this and clickbait that. <laughs> um, yeah, so all right. So let's, let's see. How, how do we want to tackle this? We don't really need to do a synopsis, but let's no. let's start at the beginning, kind of, and start start talking there. Does that sound good? Uh, sure. Cool. Yeah. So this picks up sometime after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Is is where I mean, well, yeah, we said kind of before, during, and after Infinity War, mm-hmm. um, but. Obviously, that takes place sometime after Civil War. But Paul Rudd, he's been basically stuck at home for, what, two years? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is why we have not seen him since Civil War, is that when he got back after that big fight in Germany, they're like, well, you shouldn't have done that. We'll offer you a deal. You're under house arrest. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of funny that he's just like shoved off into like well mm-hmm. we'll see you in two years um and and yeah so like we're we're introduced to him he's at the end of his uh like house arrest thing um and we meet his fbi agent the that's like oh. tracking him the asian guy oh, i loved him oh he's fantastic i loved him mm-hmm. um and he's just he's he's like the most dull yet overly chipper like FBI agent I've ever seen he's just so lovable um and and just just so he's just he's tone deaf like he like Mm -hmm, if mm -hmm. he's he reminds me of Michael Scott but not (laughs) not tone deaf to the point where Mm -hmm. you're kind of insulting a lot of the time mm-hmm. right like he he did this thing you, you know, where he was like explaining all of this and that's in violation of section eight you know <laughs> yes. um, and he does all of this technical stuff uh to ant-man's kid and uh paul paul rudd's character uh just goes man you sure are great with kids huh and he says it sarcastically mm-hmm. right and he's like yeah in my spare time i'm a youth pe- pe- pastor oh, <laughs> without skipping a beat just like yeah come on dude like <laughs> you should know <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah there were lots of really fun new characters in this i thought the villain i thought ghost was pretty cool yes mm-hmm and I really liked, um, I almost called him <laughs> Perry White, but nope, nope, that's that's who he is in the DC universe. G- Her and Goliath. Lawrence Fishburne. 
gun. Goliath yeah. was his yeah. character's name. Um, yeah, Goliath was good. Uh, I, I don't really know much about Goliath. Uh, from what I understand, or from what I feel like I've seen him in, I th- like in the comics I've seen him as a good guy, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could be wrong because I don't know anything that I've read that uh, that has had him in there. Um, Ghost was really cool too. They had some awesome effects. Yeah. With her. Um, side note: I saw one of those. I think it was like comicbook.com, uh, like mm-hmm. East, Easter egg things. And apparently, her father uh, is a character in the comics who of course no one would know because it's Mm -hmm. a stupid minor character her uh, her father's name is Eggman like that's his like (laughs) alter ego and yeah he's this like bald scientist dude with a head that looks like an egg Um, I guess as much as any bald head does I guess Um, and so yeah it was was just a weird like that's who like that character is supposedly um and yeah like it it was just a it was a good combination of like well goliath isn't really evil like he's not trying to do anything bad like i like again with thanos or magneto or stuff like that people always understand their perspectives Mm -hmm. right and I, i think with Goliath that was kind of the same thing it's like okay look I know you're not trying to do anything bad you're actually trying to help this person mm-hmm. but you're doing it in a way that you're kind of a dick and she's doing some fucked up things and it's spiraling out of control very fast <laughs> you know um, so I, I yeah I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I liked him I, I thought yeah. he was a good, good character. And I liked how many scenes they had just the two of them. Almost like there was this little, like, straight drama play acting out, you know, among this big action-adventure movie. Like, they had so many just dramatic, like, back-and-forth, yeah. like, nothing special or fancy, nothing crazy sci-fi going on except for her visually glitching. Just human drama sprinkled in there. And I thought that was a neat balance to how, like, big the rest, literally big the rest of the movie was. Yeah. Um, which is, it's, yeah. (laughs) Or, or how, how small it is in comparison (laughs) to, to, I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's one of those things where you get to see the, like, superpowers in action or, like, Mm -hmm. these quantum physics, you know, at at work, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this big, almost fantastical stuff happening while they are having this, uh, I mean, they, they do have that father-daughter relationship thing Mm -hmm. going on there, uh, so that, that was really neat, um, and it's it's almost paralleled by uh, Scott's relationship with his daughter. Too. Yeah. Because uh, that was yeah, another father daughter. There's a lot of father daughter uh, yeah. stuff yeah. in this movie. I'm like, that's just c- kind of mm-hmm. clicking with me now as I'm as, as, <laughs> as we're talking about it here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, you you have uh, Hank. 
and Hope. Mm-hmm. You have Scott and C- Cassie. And then mm-hmm. I don't remember Goliath's real name, uh, but Goliath and Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they all... They're all trying to help their daughters. Well... Yeah. Or, I, yeah, like, do, like, be there for their daughters. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, so. That, huh. Yeah, and... And cool. you got some some mom sprinkled in there. You got Hope's constant driving search for her mom, and then her mom shows up, and her mom's really cool, and there's this united Which, little family. By the way, Michelle Pfeiffer is still gorgeous. Like, yeah. Like, she looks amazing. <laughs> Th- and that's could, crazy. I could not place her at first. I think I, like, forgot she was even in the movie, or I don't think she was in the trailers. I think she's on the poster, but, like, there's a yeah. lot of faces on the poster, and I never looked that closely at it as I was just walking past it in the movie theater. Sure. It's like, I didn't know she was in this, and I'm looking at her in that opening flashback scene going, who is this? And then when I it's she finally woman. shows up, yeah, when she finally shows up at the end, I'm like, oh, oh, I can map those bones onto somebody I have seen before. I was thrown off at first because I was trying to I think of a modern person who looks... I've seen her in a spandex looks... costume before. <laughs> Where have I seen her in a spandex <laughs> costume? And I was trying to think of a modern person that looks like she did in the 1970s, and I'm like, no. Wait. That wasn't a current person that they then made old. That was an older person that they made the look young. That's why thing, I couldn't yeah. recognize her because there's no person that looks like that right now. Which is yeah. something I got. I gotta watch out for. Like these Marvel movies keep hitting you. Like here's young Robert Downey Jr. Here's young yeah. Kurt Russell. Here's young Michelle Pfeiffer. I feel unstuck in time. They j- 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 just mentioned that Samuel L. J- Jackson will be. Oh yes. De-aged de- de- for the entirety of. Uh, the entirety of, of yeah of. He of doesn't even look Captain that old Marvel. to begin with. Well. I mean, yeah, he doesn't look look old, but uh, the Captain Marvel movie is going to be taking place primarily in the 90s. So uh, before, basically, all of the other Marvel movies. Yeah, I guess um, that's that's like as many as I am. I'm a 1990. Yeah, and they, they kind of do that thing where it's like, it's definitely kind of taking place in the present day thing hmm. right so if they go back to like in the 1990s that's okay uh like 20 something years ago so they have to de-age him by by 20 yeah 20 and, I, and he was so big then like to have him looking the way he is now even though he has aged very well playing somebody in the 90s everybody in the audience gonna be like no but like i saw you in pulp fiction which was at the same time, and you don't look like you did in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange that de aging thing is. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, just, even in the couple films that we've seen it in over the past couple mm-hmm. years, they've already gotten immensely yeah, better yeah. at it. Um, there's there's been some mishaps, like, uh, well, I guess. Tarkin in <laughs> one. It's always Tarkin. Was all, wasn't he all CGI? 
Well, yeah, over a mocap guy way underneath there, underneath a bunch of dots. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so he was all CGI, but like when we, even in uh, Ant-Man, the first one, which I I don't, are are they, (gasps) is this a start of its own new trilogy? Like, is there going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp 2? Or or is it Ant Man and the Wasp three? Oh, oh no! Oh, I, I have didn't no think idea, about but, how they're gonna name that. But yeah, so in Ant Man, just Ant Man, we did see a flashback mm. of Hank, Michael Douglas's character with Peggy Carter and you know all of that stuff in Shield. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! They de-aged him, but it was a very obvious, like, there's some kind of, like, computer facial thing going mm-hmm. on, but I know that that's you. Like, that is actually Michael yeah. Douglas there. They're just k- kind of putting, for lack of better terms, a Snapchat filter on it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but even since then, like, I felt like the, the scene of him when he's with hope when hope is really young like i i felt like that looked a hell of a lot better Mm -hmm. than what you know what the last one was Mm -hmm. it's fascinating yeah so speaking again about all these parent-child relationships yes my parents were on vacation they were on vacation. They went on a weekend trip on their motorcycle to the Evil Knievel Museum. <laughs> okay. Which makes them sound more badass than they are. <laughs> but, like, just sit there in the theater, like, watching this story about parents and their daughter and, like, other yeah. father-daughter sets. And, like, this girl trying to find her mom again, like, the feels hit me real hard. And I'm like, Melissa, your parents are in the next state over. You will <laughs> see them again in three days. You saw them three days ago. Like, <laughs> it made me feel like a big old baby. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, you're, you're going to see them tomorrow. Come on, Melissa. Jeez. I'm like, I, I want to go on an adventure with my parents. My my parents live on the opposite side of the country, exactly. so exactly. I don't get to see them. <laughs> but once a year, uh, uh. so that, that, that's what my my <laughs> my dad did too. He grew up in Virginia and was like, "I'm gonna go to college on the opposite side of the country, mm. so you guys can't drop in and like see, eat lunch with me." Because no, that's gonna be that's... weird. <laughs> That's the opposite of what I did. I went to college 20 minutes away from my parents' house and then went home every weekend. <laughs> see above, big old baby. <laughs> there you go. Good stuff. So what, of of the th- three father-daughter relationships then, what was your favorite? What spoke to you the most? I think I like Hope and her mom together better than Hope and her dad. I love Scott and Cassie. I love when she's talking about how she wants to be his partner and he thinks she's framing it like... Yeah! He thinks she's framing it like she wants, you know, uh, Hope to come in there and be like, cool new stepmom, be a partner in that way. And he's like... I meant me. Yeah, and she's like, don't laugh. (laughs) It's so 
so sweet. She's and I love how they're such just a good each actor. other's. Yes, She's and I love fantastic. how they're each other's best friends. Like, yes. that's something you haven't gotten in any other, like, parent child type of relationships in any of the Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, they are each other's BFFs forever. There's an extra F on the end of there. <laughs> yeah. BFFs. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I really like Scott and Cassie just at, mm-hmm. at how comfortable they are with one another. Because, yes. like, I mean, I, I feel comfortable with my parents, but I don't feel that comfortable, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I can, like, talk to them about like sex or you know or something i mean if if i really mm-hmm. needed some advice or, or or something i know i could mm-hmm. but still you know um oh pardon me if you guys can hear some background stuff going on there my roommates are having a bonfire and we have a bunch of people downstairs and someone was just screaming um uh what was i about to say um that completely derailed me because I hear just ah! <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah like there's like he goes to her to get mm-hmm. advice like dating advice mm-hmm. and and she like actually gives him sound advice too yeah. like that relationship is fantastic and I love it mm-hmm. um I saw this online. How would you feel about this? So after Avengers 4, we don't know what is happening with the Marvel Universe, except for one or two things. Um, But they, like, do you remember, I want to say it was like four, five, well, must have been longer than that now. Um, When they announced all of the Marvel movies on that one day and they were j- j- just like Captain America 2 this date I- I- oh, yes. Iron Man 3 yes. this date Avengers 3 part 1 on this date Avengers part you know 2 on this date and they just had like 8 movies that they announced like we haven't gotten that yet, and they've yes. said that they they will do something like that again, but they're gonna wait till after Avengers four mm-hmm. uh, to just be like, bam, here's the next like, here's the shape of things to come, right? Um, <gasps> they've teased uh, new Avengers, which mm-hmm. they did, uh, I think at the end of civil war when when they when it's it's like cap natasha falcon wanda like those in 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 the comics that team was the new uh, avengers like that was their title Mm -hmm. the the new uh, uh, avengers Mm -hmm. um so they've teased that didn't look like it really went anywhere with that but uh, in the comics, um, Cassie Lang ends up being a hero as well. And she's a member of the Young Avengers. Yes. And I don't know if you've watched Marvel's Runaways show. I have not. Uh, or The Gifted. 
or uh, not yet. Cloak and Dagger. I liked the g- g- Gifted, and I really loved the Runaways, and the Runaways is one of my all-time favorite comics, period. Um, but they're all more, like, younger kid, teen-centric mm-hmm. uh, characters, so I'm wondering if they're going to take, a, like, a note from that and be like, hey, what if we, you know cast more heroes and characters at like Tom Holland's age right yeah. now and do Young Avengers or something <sighs> like that. I, oh. I I forget what what her superhero name is, but she she's basically an Ant-Man kind of thing where she can get small or or large. Um, but how would you feel about something like that to see her actually be his partner? in something or to go on and do her own thing like take up the ant-man or take up the mantle of the wasp i can see it a hundred percent i can see it six years down the line from now as we live in 2018 kyle we've (laughs) got the mentors of the new young avengers perfect age yes yes because in in two or three years, when they start thinking about that stuff, they cast her then, and then it's another two years or so till a movie comes out, mm-hmm. and she's she'll be I, I I have no idea how old she is, but she'll be at that like perfect teenage like mm-hmm. acting age. Yeah, and like I can see like the formula of the team now. We've got the mentors, we've got Spider Man, and we've got Shuri. And then the kids, we've got Cassie Lang, we've got that theoretical baby that Tony and Pepper might have if his dream was true, and then Clint Barton's got three kids, and I know there's gotta be, like, more scattered around, like there's some Asgardian Cousin Oliver or something. There's precedent in the comics for Loki being turned into a kid. Ah! So there is Kid Loki. <laughs> oh my god, to have that, like, after what happened in Infinity War, like, is he alive? Is he a, is he dead? Neither. He, he is teen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, side note, now that we've talked about that, mm-hmm. how awesome would it be? Because, so the one thing that I love about Cassie's character in this mm-hmm. is how much she loves just gross, disgusting things. Yes. Like in in the first one, she got that stuffed animal, and it was just the ugliest thing. And she goes, "It's yes. so ugly, I love it." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then she she walks in on Aunt Jenny, who's in who's like in the b- b- bath, you yes. know, and she just has this big smile, like that's disgusting, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, how amazing. Would a team up between her and X-23 from Logan be? Wouldn't that be amazing? I would kill to see that. Because X-23 would be totally serious and just, like, murdering a whole bunch of people. (laughs) And then that would make Cassie just, like... You, you, you've seen a kid on like a super like sugar rush where they're just like yes <laughs> and, like mm-hmm. running off and stuff like that 
<laughs> it would be wild. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Okay, back to reality because we can only <laughs> review the movie that we saw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of great father-daughter relationship mm-hmm. stuff in here. Uh, what did you think about the development of, like, the ex-cons? Uh, Michael Pena's character and T.I., and then I, I don't know the other actor's name, but the, the three of them are a riot. <laughs> yes! Um, what did you think about them and where they were going? They're so fun. I'd like to see where they were in this movie versus the first movie. I like how, like, they're still... They've still got that mischief streak going through them, which I feel like is a very gentle thing to say about 3X cons, that they have a mischief streak. They, they, (laughs) yeah. They're they're honestly trying to, like, start up a good, clean business. Yeah, they really want to help people. They're just dolts. They just, Mm -hmm. they're just stupid. (laughs) One thing that did kind of bug me about this movie is that I don't even remember the guy's name, but they say repeatedly throughout the movie that they have to put together a pitch package for this client. Like, oh, this is the big beginning client that could, like, make our business. If we've got this groundwork to deal with, you know, if we have this foundation, like, we can really succeed if we get this one client. And I kept expecting us to see that client and have it be somebody important. And, like, I thought that's what the post credit scene was going to be because I felt so set up for that, and that never paid off. Yeah, I don't—I I didn't recognize the name of them just being like that. So I was like, I don't—I mean, maybe it's an obscure reference to something that I don't really know because I, I didn't know the Eggman thing. Mm-hmm. And, again, I don't—like, I know the name— Goliath. I know he's a character, but I you know I don't know a thing about him. Yeah. Um. So I, I was wondering if it was that, but I like it was. I I I guess I forgot the name. I, I have no idea what it was. I can't you know go look yeah. look, 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 look it up. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like I guess. I I. I, I, I don't know if I expected that to be anything, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I didn't think it would be, like, a full plot point, but I thought it would, like, we'd just get to see, like, a glimpse of it. And, like, you know, a little montage of scenes at the end of the movie. Like, everybody has their happy ending, and then you see, like, Michael Pena, like, shaking hands with whoever this guy is. Like, we sealed the deal, and then that would be, like somebody just some tiny little easter egg or something or like this is somebody we've seen under an alias because they're setting up some sort of like a shell corporation or this is a little tease for something to happen in the future that felt like something that would go there and it didn't pay off and it felt weird (laughs) it would have been a nice uh thing for stan lee to do (laughs) i love the cameo he did have though just what a line i had a lot of fun in the 60s and now i'm paying for it and how it's like literally like he sees a crazy thing happen and he's like oh i fried my brain with drugs which is the implication of that line but also the meta line of the meta line of i 
played a part in creating all this comic book nonsense, and in now look 60s. where we are. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I just thought that was a really smartly Amazing. written line to put there. It it was that 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 was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I was hoping they were gonna do. So in in the Marvel Netflix shows, they mm. don't do Stanley cameos. But he's kind of had a cameo in the sense that he plays a cop in the Netflix shows. And they have his picture on the wall sometimes. Oh, um, okay. So I don't know if it's like an employee of the month or like a retired c- c- <laughs> cop that used to, t- to work there. So when, uh, when Hank and Hope got arrested... And where yeah. was in the interrogation thing, and they were escaping. I was really hoping that he, when Hank put on the c- c- cop outfit, that he walked out, that they were gonna think he was Stan Lee. <laughs> Stan Lee, like there you go. It's good <laughs> to meet you. You know, who has like... been a cop in both San Francisco and Hell's Kitchen? <laughs> just, well. Yeah, but like just the, the idea mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Stanley is a cop in this yes. universe, and he, I mean he's he's cop. a he's a lot of things in this mm-hmm. universe. Because um, in mm-hmm. I think in Iron Man he gets mistaken as Hugh Hefner. <laughs> that's that's also a fun one. Yeah, um, something <laughs> I... like that. But uh, and then he's. He's uh, hanging out with the Watchers in uh, yes in one of the Guardians. I think that was Guardians Two. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, like, if he thought his car sh- shrinking was wild, like, <laughs> did he forget what happened like two months ago out, this... out in space? <laughs> Maybe this is him speaking. Not with the, oh, I did a bunch of drugs in the 60s, but speaking as himself, oh, I wrote a lot of things in the 60s. And, like, the <laughs> Guardians 2 Watcher thing is just the beginning of these getting more and more meta. <laughs> yeah. Well, did did you hear the, th- be, before that end credit scene, did you hear the theory mm-hmm. that Stan Lee was Owatu, a- 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 the, the, the Watcher? Yeah. <laughs> I think I did, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're like the watchers. They're this group mm-hmm. of people that uh, appear in the comics whenever important e- 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 events mm-hmm. go on. And forbidden uh, to interfere. Yeah, and there's one basically for each like universe mm-hmm. thing, and the one in the yeah 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 in the universe that Earth is in. His name is. Uatu, mm-hmm. and a lot of the characters know him, and you know stuff like that. But there was this fan theory going around that Stan Lee was actually Uatu, and that's why he's been mm-hmm. seen in all of these m- movies, kind of around things th- mm-hmm. th- that are happening. Uh, which I I thought I was like, oh, that's fantastic. I love that thought, but. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out like that. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, I, I liked where the ex-con team was. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm kind of rooting for them. 
Yeah. Um, they're they're just a bunch of lovable <laughs> idiots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bunch mm-hmm. of lovable idiots. Um, <laughs> Yelling about oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, that you was can, also you can sprinkle some cinnamon in it, and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was also something that hit me hard because I'm like. I eat oatmeal for breakfast every day, and I know I could tell you like a dozen cool, fun things you can put in your oatmeal to make it more exciting, which is something I learned from my parents. Again, like that me argument. A baby. That <laughs> argument is funny enough on its own. Yes. But but then Scott gets involved and he gets roped yeah. into it. But oh, and like, I love that his desk is just a card table. And, and in the m- middle of it, he re- realizes that it's like, oh shit, I I got roped in- into this. Let me mm-hmm, act like mm-hmm. the the big m- man here and be like, well, actually, we need to focus. Come on, guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hope just like. You're an idiot too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so you you mentioned one thing that you didn't like and that was kind of the idea that the security that big client for them didn't mm-hmm. turn out to be anything major. Um what what about was there stuff about this movie you thought they could have done better uh or or didn't connect like you thought it would or you were you were hoping it would Anything no along i those lines no i was really pretty satisfied with it like i the emotional beats hit me really well it was really funny i think it was plotted very nicely I really like that Ghost got to live at the end because it's very commonly yeah. like my friend and I were talking about this as we were driving home like that's commonly a sort of villain that would get sacrificed for like the greater good or like do you know, we don't yeah, want to or... kill you but we have to have this thing that you also need to have and we need it for good reasons. Yeah, and then she's sitting there, well, shield used me and I killed for them so i'm a bad person i'll sacrifice myself and i'll be the hero that inspires you guys to go you know yeah beat beat the real bad guy you'd expect it to be something like that but no she's still living out there which is nice uh maybe her and bucky can (gasps) uh go get a a drink and share some war stories i like Uh, that idea yeah, because that I I got like major like Winter Soldier vibes. Like mm-hmm. she was this mm-hmm. assassin that Shield was using uh, to kill all of these p- people. She's this super spy, um, and yeah, I I was just like, huh, that's interesting. I kind of wondering like why Natasha never mentioned anything about that. If she like if she knew who the Winter Soldier yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess, well, the thing is with Bucky is he, he would get put on ice when they didn't need him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seems more recent. Like, yes. she, she's only been doing it as long as she's been alive. I still mm-hmm. think Natasha would have at least heard about her. Yeah. But that, like, that opens up a lot of stuff. Because there, mm-hmm. there is 
talk of a Black Widow movie, rumors yeah. here and there. Who knows if it'll actually happen? Mm-hmm. Um, but that, yeah, that opens up a whole lot of stuff. Like, well, while Bucky was on ice for like the big important stuff, uh, he was like, we we had Ghost who who was, uh, you know doing the smaller more manageable stuff mm-hmm. so who knows who knows G- give me one sec here i have to let maddox out and i will be right back Mm-hmm. He heard his mama, so he goes that Aww. way. Yeah, I want to go see my mama. Okay. Aww. Um. <laughs> Just like hope. Yeah. <laughs> what was I saying before this? She got to live stuff with Bucky. Yeah, yeah. Who knows if they'll do Black Widow movie? Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I I like that she got to live. I I mm-hmm. I think. I don't know if they're gonna do do this, but the the thing in the c- comics is that the the villains always kind of manage to come back, right? They mm-hmm. get sent to jail, and then they get out of jail, and then they start something new, and you know. Um, so I'm I'm wondering if we're ever gonna see something like that happen down the road. Yeah. Where um, a villain we've already seen get put in jail that hasn't died or if you know if, if they keep ghost around maybe she'll come back as a villain down the road you know who we've got like that is the vulture yes that is true probably more if i think about it but <laughs> um yeah well i uh, i think we're getting mysterio in the next spider-man <gasps> film mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm so excited mm-hmm. for mysterio Yes. So so good for a Spider-Man villain, especially in a movie, too. Um, but yeah, like I'm 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 wondering what she's gonna do, and what because what exactly does does her so her her suit made it so that she wouldn't phase as much or so that she could control it. So does that mm-hmm. mean that it like was she completely? healed is that what janet did to her or did she make it so that she was stable and so now she can control it oh it might have been that she was stable i think i don't know like i'm trying to think about it now and i don't i don't don't remember i don't remember if yeah if they really answered that or not because that would be a thing like if she still has that power and she still has that costume she you know that's a badass looking costume that is a cool costume what if yeah and like Uh, maybe by the next time they're ready to bring her around again they've also gotten to the point where all the legal dealings with fox are settled and they're able to bring in the x-men and we have a ghost and shadow cat fight or team up or something something like that yeah (sighs) excuse me um yeah who knows? That's an interesting thing to think about. What they'll do with her next. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. 
So yeah, I'm I'm trying to think what I didn't like as much about this movie. I think my only my only complaint, which like is honestly just a, a nitpick. Like this mm-hmm. movie was really good. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think it was incredible in the sense that like Infinity War or um, I, I I would say uh, Winter Soldier or Civil mm-hmm. War was like this is just a fucking phenomenal movie. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's superhero stuff or whatever. Um, like those ones just make phenomenal films. Th- this was it was a good movie. But in the grand scheme of like Marvel films, like yeah. it feels, it still feels like it kind of is middle of the road, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I kind of, I kind of wanted something a little bit bigger and a little bit more lasting, like to have more of a lasting impact on, uh, the universe. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, considering when it takes place yeah. like there's not much that you could do that would really you know it it all pales in comparison mm-hmm. uh which i guess kind of brings us to that end credit scene which i don't i i don't get it why do people still leave before the credits <laughs> on a marvel film Oof. I, I... 10 years, people. They've been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> Every single one of them. Some of them have multiple scenes during and after the credits. Like, the... <laughs> like that. Like this is becoming a pet peeve. We're just like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Don't stay. No, mm-hmm. don't go. Like, <laughs> um... But, but yeah, so let me ask you, you this. You kind of mentioned one thing about the hoping the sec- the security yeah. client would be the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Is that actually what you were expecting? Or, or, or like what, what, what were you expecting that end credit scene to be? I didn't know if they were going to tie Infinity War in or not. Just because, um, well, Infinity War is so big and so it's a huge shocker it's really intense and i didn't know if that intensity was going to be a good match for the tone of this movie and also like they've been if they're so protective about infinity war that like oh we don't we're not telling you the title of the sequel yet and like they wanted to keep that spoil they wanted to keep the end of infinity war like so under wraps i didn't know if for a movie coming out fairly soon after infinity war if they would include a reference that direct to it if anything i was thinking okay mid-credit scene mid-credit scene was the security guy post-credit scene might be infinity war okay so you were thinking it was more of a two-pronged attack yeah some (laughs) real short like mid-credit scene where the the client turns out to be Stan Lee, you know? And Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that makes sense. So I, I I, didn't know exactly what to expect. I 
figured it was going to be some kind of tie-in to Infinity War. But since I didn't see it opening night, everyone's reactions seemed like they're like <laughs> oh my god that like end credit scene but they all had like smiley faces and like it seemed like a much more <laughs> positive like it's reaction. just a great joke yeah like 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 they just saw something really really cool mm-hmm. and they c- can't wait to see the next movie in ter- in terms of like oh my god like maybe we got to see our first glimpse at Captain Marvel Oh, or, yeah. like, something like that would have been fantastic. Like, to j- just drop that in Ant-Man in, in the Wasp would have been like, holy shit, we need to go see Ant-Man and, and the Wasp right right mm-hmm. now. Um, which, apparently, Captain Marvel film j- just finished filming. Oh. I think within the past week or so, or so something like that. Who knows? Um or like like in my mind i was imagining like all of them being in the quantum realm mm-hmm. and then while they were in there that's when thanos does his snap and so they get back out and it's like during the middle of everyone is like mm-hmm. fading away but th- 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 they're fine it's you know it's just like what is yeah. happening like they just like have have you ever watched the show community uh, I've seen sporadic episodes of it. You need to watch that entire show. I know, I know. <laughs> in- it's incredible. It's fucking hilarious. I'm sure you've at least seen the gif on Twitter or Tumblr or something. <gasps> oh, yes, of yes. Donald Glover's character, <laughs> yes. Tr- Troy, walking in to this room <laughs> and just stopping because, like, everything is on fire and he's just like, what? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that, <laughs> yes. Have 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 you at least seen that episode? I have seen that episode. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic one, um, and 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 yet, yeah, like he literally leaves the room, and everything is perfectly normal. <laughs> everything is fine, mm-hmm. and he's gone for all but a minute, and he comes back, and like someone is being stabbed, the room is on fire, <laughs> like just things have gone to hell, and. I kind of expected something like that. Like, what if... Because, um, again, like, I, I didn't know how much of the quantum realm we were going to mm-hmm. see. And this whole idea of, well, maybe Janet is still still alive. It's like, okay, well, so then does time really p- 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 pass the same way? Because what does yeah. she eat? <laughs> you know? um, that, that's strange. That's still an unsolved mystery but so it's like what if them being in the quantum realm for uh what seems like to them nothing more than like two minutes is actually like two or three months and they come back in the middle of the like infinity war fight and Mm -hmm. they like they see it happening and they you're like i guess they're off somewhere else but yeah they 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 just come back to like helicopters falling and yeah. you, know, you know stuff i just like what in the world i i i thought that was what it was going to mm-hmm. be instead <sighs> instead it's worse. um so wait 
now that they think about it, they do kind of answer a little bit of um, the stuff about Ghost. I think she mm. is stable because they're, they send uh, Scott back into to the quantum realm to gather that energy for her. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I think she's... She's stable as long as she gets energy and they just have to keep, you know, re-inoculating her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it it seems like that one capsule is going to be all she needs for a long, long time. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so he goes into the quantum realm by himself. It's only Scott. It's only Ant-Man. And that's when Thanos snaps his fingers and... Hank and Hope and Janet all die. And I'm like, that was a bit of like, oh shit. Like, I. Yeah. How is he going to get back out? That was a fantastic cliffhanger. It was. You know how I think he's going to get back out? They said, oh, I don't remember the line anymore, but there's some line about time like hank says oh the way we're doing this like you might get lost in a time vortex he says something like that doesn't he yes we can't we can't save you if if you get caught in a time yeah yeah i think i I mean that may have just defeated that hypothesis of this idea of we can't save you if that's what you go into into mm-hmm. that's that's not gonna happen <laughs> but who knows though so you, you, you're I thinking will... t- time warp some <laughs> kind of yeah. because dr strange saw like 12 right. million possibilities and he's like there's one where we can get out and i wonder if he saw like the one like scott slipped through the right bunch of particles or like at <laughs> some point like Doctor Strange gets the time stone back and he's able to, like, reach in and, like, pull Scott back out. Because I feel like Doctor Strange definitely can interact with the quantum realm. They've not confirmed this to me, but I believe it in my heart. <laughs> well, yeah, so there there is a lot of speculation about some c- kind of time manipulation mm-hmm. thing using the time stone. But we don't know exactly. Yeah. And, I, I mean, we talked about it on Infinity War spoiler c- c- cast. It does feel kind of cheap on one hand if that's what they do mm-hmm. and they just undo everything. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows what they're going to do? Because that's, it's difficult to kind of, like, I, I, I don't, I have no idea what they're gonna do and i i love that that it's like how is he gonna get out how are they gonna beat thanos uh what how does captain marvel figure into Mm -hmm. all of this Mm -hmm. um is someone else on that roof what happened to cassie with her dead is this why she steps up to become the next wasp (sighs) Um, yeah, like that, like that, that would have been, so in, I don't know if it's, 
Scott who does it or if it's Hank or uh, if I, I think there's there's also been someone else who's been Amp Man if I'm not mistaken uh, but the villain from the first film Yellow Jacket yeah um, if I'm not mistaken in a in a lot of the interpretation in a lot of the comics it's actually one of the ant men the people who've worn the ant-man costume but like them doing bad things Mm -hmm. it's them as as like oh you've turned to the dark side um and and so like i was i i was scared for a second there i was like no it's gonna be cassie that they kill Oh. And and Scott is just gonna go fucking bananas, uh. and he's 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 gonna want to fuck some shit up, and uh, and that that's how he gets involved in Avengers Four. But uh, at at least we don't know if that's the case. She still could yeah. be dead. Yeah. But we don't know. Uh crazy <sighs> crazy stuff mm-hmm. it was good i i i really yeah. en- enjoyed this this was marvel's 20th movie what yeah oh my god it was their 20th movie <sighs> think about it like this if this was a tv show this would be like episode 20 of uh, <gasps> like 20 Two twenty-three episode season. Oh. oh my! Yeah, yeah, and like, what Captain Marvel's next, and then Infinity War, and Infinity Infinity War Part Two, whatever the mystery title is. Yeah, yeah. That would be like the exactly. season finale of Marvel movies. The show. Whoa! Crazy, right? Yeah. And then what's going to happen in season two? Who knows? <sighs> Who knows? Man. I mean, the the thing is, Scott has gotten out of the quantum realm before. Yes. And so we know he can do it, and he can do it by himself. So he can get out. Um, it's, I mean, it's still not ideal, like that's not how you're supposed to get out, and I think that took a lot out of him, you know, to actually do it the way he did. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like I, I, I have no idea. I'm excited for the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked. I, I, I really hope they do Ant Man and the Wasp two, and they just yes. they they started as like the next like that was the first in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, it's especially because movies like Captain America or The Avengers are usually bigger, more dramatic, uh, mm-hmm. lots of death and stuff like that. It's good to have a movie like this that is, like, as much as I said earlier that i kind of wanted more lasting stakes like it's it's also good to have this kind of low stakes let's just have a good fun romp let's just Mm -hmm. watch ant-man go steal something you know 
and it it, yes. it has like nothing to do with a- anything else it it i felt like this was a good uh like palate cleanser after like the stress the pure stress that mm-hmm. was avengers infinity war part 1 yeah crazy mhm crazy stuff any final thoughts ah <sighs> Not about the movie. I have an unrelated anecdote I may Go for share it. with you. <laughs> like, well, I can't tease this and just be like, I'll tell you off mic. And people be uh, like, what is it? No, I'm, you were talking. I or... mean, you, you can t- tell me off mic if you actually don't want to share it on here. <laughs> no, no, but... no. I, I'm just, <laughs> I just hope somebody else will find it as entertaining as I do. You were talking <laughs> earlier about how you thought the theater in the state capitol would have been nicer. <laughs> And it reminded me of um, this past December, I went to a wedding in Jefferson City, which is the capital of Missouri, Uh and my mom went with me. It was my old college roommate who my mom got to know well, so she invited both of us. And after the wedding, we went on the big capital city tour of, like, the capital building and all of that stuff. Yeah. And we went on, like, a Sunday morning, and so nothing's... And it's December, too, so nothing's in session. Nobody's there. It's, like, our tiny little tour group and the (laughs) tour guides themselves, and that's basically it. So they're walking us around all these different parts of the building I don't think you'd normally go in just because nobody is there. It's a ghost town. And I'm seeing all these... This amazing art and architecture and, like, Missouri State history and just little peeks into the lives of government happenings and Uh one of them is on like a little bulletin board next to somebody's door i I don't know some very minor governmental position this little bulletin board next to this guy's door is a flyer that says hey i have rented out the local theater for an exclusive government employee only showing of star wars the last jedi you get to see it early, also early in the day, because it was at like 10 a.m. or something crazy. <laughs> wow. You realize the government is the bad guys in those movies, right? <laughs> I mean, not just like, hey, all my buddies that work with me, even, you know, just like so, cool co-workers, we get a, a little bit of an extra privilege around here, being that we're in the capital city. and Well, you can rent out movie like an entire like you 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 can rent your private screening of something um because i i i guess the comic book store that eric mannix works at um they do that for every star wars film too because he mentioned that when we did our our solo uh, reactor core. That may have been the last one that we did. No, last one we did was Inc- Incredibles, and the one before that was Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, to answer my question from the start of this podcast, <laughs> um, yeah, but he he mentioned on on this Solo one that uh, that's what I do. They rent out the entire theater for themselves Mm -hmm. and it's all of the employees and their like and and their families that that go watch star wars (laughs) i just thought it was really fun that like 
you have a lot of different things you could do with your power as a government employee of whatever <laughs> rank you are. And what you want to do is you just want to go see Star Wars as early as you possibly can in a private theater in the otherwise small town of Jefferson City, Missouri. And also the flyer that this guy had pinned outside of his office door was not like plain text typed it up in a Microsoft Comic Word document. Sans. Not, like, text over a picture, just the movie poster. Like, he took a piece of fan art, like, a beautiful fan-illustrated poster <laughs> that he found somewhere, and he laid the text out really nice over it, and it was a custom job, and so much care went into it, and it was my favorite artifact of Missouri history I saw the entire day. The current modern history of this guy just you building his own Star Wars screening. It. I took a picture of it. I will you send it to you. Taken the actual thing. I'm just like <laughs> yoink. <laughs> but I wasn't done yet. I wanted everyone to go see Star Wars. I mean, but just to 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 have it for yourself when no one is looking and just be like, I'm gonna take you home with me, cause <laughs> history. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that about does it then for our spoiler cast discussion of Ant-Man and the Wasp here on The Reactor Core. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this, uh, whether you guys are on YouTube or as a podcast. Uh, we have a bevy of podcasts. Uh, you guys can listen to and get all that info at thewhatnots.com. Uh, if you like this show, if you like any of our other shows, uh, please go to patreon.com slash thewhatnots, and you guys can support us uh, for only a dollar. And that, uh, with the exception of this podcast, uh, because we try and do this one as soon as we can and mm -hmm. launch it as soon as we can with the exception of this one um the reactor core you guys can get all of our episodes early on patreon uh for supporting us uh, only for a dollar um mm -hmm. and right now we have two weekly shows going on uh and we are we have some more in the works for down down the road um so you guys get eight episodes a month early right now that is mm -hmm. a bang for your literal buck mm -hmm. so that's a steal uh go support us on patreon.com slash the whatnots um go to the whatnots.com for all the other info all our podcasts are posted up there um like share subscribe do all that stuff um yeah I think that is that will do it. My name is Kyle Springer. I am Melissa Wilkinson. And this has been the Reactor Core. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye. Bye.